What's up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settlement. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? One one question real quick, and then we'll get into what's actually on my mind. Um, did you feel the need to tell me that you were cheating on me? Um, are you going to be asking your boy, Nick, what's on his mind? Is he going to be <laughs> your longtime best friend? Why do I have to find out this information through Twitter? Uh, it's know, not a sports podcast it's a podcast that's, bro. What that's is it? this is a sports podcast yeah that's true but we don't we don't talk creator stuff on here we talk uh we food create, we create people's pickums we do we do so i was just a little hurt by that that's all um second what's on my mind i had this inclination today right obviously the eagles are the best team in football right now obviously the sixers have two top 11 players and four top 60 players as it pertains to the ESPN rankings, which we will take as official until they inevitably rank Jokic ahead of Embiid, in which case, I mean, they rank Who's going to be one? Who's going to be one? Giannis. It'll be honest. It'll right? be honest. Okay. It'll be honest. Um, but I had this inclination, given that the Eagles are an immovable force, unstoppable force, immovable force, whatever. And I was like, wow, the Eagles are probably at least going to the Super Bowl, then one football game, anything happens. And the Sixers are probably going to the finals and a few games, ball bounces different ways. Then I had this thinking like, holy shit, like the Eagles and the Super and the Sixers could easily win a championship in their respective seasons <laughs> in the same year. But then I thought, I was like, but like actually when has that ever happened? So it's like, mm-hmm. I, I know in my head, heartbreak is coming one way or another. Um, it's just, which one does it come with? But then I was like, there's a first for everything. So that's kind of <laughs> did you, did you do any research? Do you know? Is there any team that's done it? I or would, any city I, rather? I, I would assume no. Um, this would be a job for for Eagle Sim, but he uh, ever since he's got to college, he's gone big shot on us, and he's not here tonight. He's pre gaming um, with Sigap right now. <laughs> he can't make it. <laughs> um, but holy shit, are the Eagles fucking good? And I that I'm is not. Sh- Shut up. Shut up. You can you can have your moment. I just need to apologize um, for in the past making it seem like I was never I wasn't fully in on Jalen Hurts. You weren't. You weren't. Whatever Lamar gets, double it for Jalen Hurts tomorrow. Tomorrow. So if Lamar is getting 16 guaranteed a year for the top paid running back in the league, give Hurts 32 million because Jalen Hurts is him third favorite mvp odds everybody in the media on his dick right now he is so fucking spectacular at football it blows my mind and i I, what could go wrong with this team i I, and that's that's not a that's a rhetorical question obviously but it's like from what i saw on monday and what i saw against the lions which whatever three point whatever didn't cover um the Eagles are the best team in fo- second best team in football behind the Buffalo Bills, and I don't even think it's close. How's it feel being the best team ever? Having the the most fun player in football, being so excited every week to watch the guy play. Right, He's but this, it, it dual is great. threat. He's exciting. You got the best team in football. I just want you to know, on January 7th in 2020, it's the day after Lamar Jackson turned 23 years old, the Ravens were 14-2. and two. They were a game away from the AFC Championship. I wish I hadn't deleted it, but there's footage of a conversation that partook inside of my family car on the ride to that game Saturday night. That when talked about it. The Titans, the 0.0 game, the OG exactly. 0.0. Talked about dynasty, three rings in six years, the future. I'm just letting you know there it can go, like you said, what could go wrong. How? I'm just I'm just showing you an can you, example. Can you actually like actually explain to me how this can go wrong and how we don't win the Super Bowl? Because like I'm I'm this is a genuine question. It's not like I'm gonna fight you on it. I want to know because I can't find the answer to that question fucking anywhere. 
So, not so on first take, not on Undisputed, not on Twitter, not on any, not on JJ maybe on the Snapback Sports Pod, maybe on, on, JJ, not on JJ Reddick's podcast with Ben, maybe Steve. on big content, no. maybe on me and Nick's pod. You'll oh, find please, the answer. Please, is that is that the the name of the pod? The, yeah, big content. I saw you guys are framing yourselves as there's big media. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. please give me the answer, Jack, because I so don't here's know. here's the answer. Here's the answer. Football is a game designed to create close competition. You go to the highest level of football, the yeah, NFL, professional football. Why does anyone tell Kirk Cousins that? That's my point. Is as much as you guys fucking dismantle them on Monday night, if Kirk Cousins maybe doesn't throw three red zone interceptions, you guys could have lost the game. That's just that's just how tight the NFL is. So Lamar in that playoff game had 500 total yards, couple drops, couple trick plays, couple fourth downs, and we lose by 20 points. So I'm just giving you some ideas as to what could happen to the Eagles. That didn't but look, your answers. Your schedule is a cakewalk. Uh, Here's the no thing. Let me stop that. you there. Here's the thing, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be truly honest with you, Jack. The one concern that I have about the Eagles, I I genuinely think we we could walk to the to the number one seed in the NFC because of the schedule where I get a little nervous. I, I do want to be tested at one point in like a high, like you will, I think you will we have green Bay at home, Arizona on the road could be a sneaky one, but like Dallas at this point isn't, isn't getting tested. Like I'm not saying tested in the form of like, let's say a Washington keeps it close and maybe we lose 23 to 20. I'm saying tested in the fact where it's like, Okay, so Monday night was a big game for the Eagles. It was like people were high on the Vikings after the Green Bay. People are high, including yourself, on the Vikings all year. Their offense. Still are. Still yeah, are. of course. I'm not saying you shouldn't be. But, like, that's week two. Right? So, it's like I, I when, the, when, the, when the dust settles and we, we know really who are legit outside of the Bills and Eagles, I, I want that type of game. Right? I want to go on the road in a week 11 and play a game where, sure, we could be favorited by two points or whatever, but we really aren't. You know what I mean? That's the type of game that I'm looking for. And and honestly, like, I'm not just saying this, Jack, to be an asshole. Like, and I think you can agree with me. The Eagles legitimately have a chance to start 10 and 0 at Washington, home versus the Jaguars. At Arizona could be a test, but I think you and I are both kind of Arizona ain't it this year, right? Home versus Dallas with Cooper Rush. Home versus Pittsburgh. At Houston. Home versus Washington. At the Colts. That could be 10-0. And then we come home and face Green Bay. Home against the Titans. At the Giants. At the Bears. At the Cowboys. Home versus the Saints. At the Giants. Like, 19-0 is real. 20-0. and 20-0. No, it's still 19 if you're the one seed. Oh, no, 20. You're right. You're right. You're right. I know. I know. Yeah. But um, that's my yeah. thing. The one nerve I have is like, I want to be tested. Maybe. And I just, with the schedule, I don't see it. Now, granted, if you're not tested and you go to the one seed, the one seed means more than anything else, right? And I, I can't believe we're talking one seed in week two, but hey, the shoe fits, you know? Um, you just have to win two games at home and seeing like the Eagles have one of the best atmospheres and home field advantages in football. So it's like two home games. That's why I was never nervous with the Foles team. Obviously, he caught magic, but it's like you can win two home games with a backup quarterback with a good roster around him. And it's like I third favorite to an MVP. I don't know. That's it on the Eagles. It They're fucking awesome. They are awesome. And you can't deny it. I know you didn't watch on Monday because you were in Buffalo becoming a human Buffalo wing. But the Eagles are fucking awesome. Awesome. Open your eyes. Yeah. I think they'll run through that schedule. They got a really good team. There's no denying that. The biggest question was Jalen Hurts. I said if he be if he took that leap that Lamar did when Lamar did it, they are the same fucking team. The same team. You had AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. The same exact you had the best team. Off, you had the best offensive line in football. Yes. Very easily. Hey, we set every rushing record in the book. We won 12 straight well, games. Lamar. We dismantled. 
That was because we had multiple all pros on the offensive line. Uh, do you want like to, are you just making shit up now? We had a better offensive line than you guys did. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. Ronnie Stanley was first team all pro. Marshall Yonda was a, is a hall of famer and was an active hall of famer. Regardless, it's the same team. And this is what you guys Not will the same do. Team. Who are your receivers? Abe, it doesn't have. Oh, it doesn't, doesn't matter. Ma- no, it does not matter. It's the same quality of team. Abe, he threw, he led the league in touchdown passes, so it, it didn't really matter. Shit. I'm just letting you know, it's the same team. And my it's point in this, pounds. are you just going to be annoying? Probably. Okay, then we'll move on. Monday football recap in Buffalo. Buffalo is a city that is pretty much occupied by just the Buffalo Bills. There ain't nothing else going on in Buffalo. All they do, they drink, they watch football. The craziest thing to me was... Sounds fucking awesome. The craziest thing to me was that, yes, obviously at the game tailgating, everyone's wearing Bills stuff. In the airport, 7.15 p.m. flight, leaving Buffalo on Tuesday night, still... Only Bills logos. It's like the only fucking apparel these people have. It's only Buffalo. The biggest takeaway, one, the wings are legit. Two, the environment and a really nice stadium. One of those stadiums that isn't built like too big where the third deck is like you can't see shit. Great seats everywhere. We are down low, but you could kind of tell. They aren't com- like you're you're screaming it because you're like the little kid who like wants people to hear how good you guys are. They know it. And they think it and they live it. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. They are fucking undoubtedly, like they have zero doubt in their mind that they're winning the Super Bowl. And it's it's an energy that that, I, that usually works out. It doesn't. No, no. I, I wish I could let them know, like just ahead of time, like you're the Bills, you lost four straight Super Bowls. This never ends how you think it is. But I genuinely have never. I'm trying to think like college, NBA, any sport. I've never seen an internal confidence like that. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you. Golden State with Kevin Durant. That wasn't even internal. That was the world. Yes, that was the world. But I still think that I guess the difference might be is like that Golden State Kevin Durant team. They knew they were going to win it. But it was more so like protecting against like as long as Kevin doesn't get hurt or as long as Steph stays healthy. It was pretty much just like we're good as long as we have our guys. They're not even like thinking that that's the world they're living in. They're living in this imaginary world where they're like, there's no no fucking chance. We're not winning the Super Bowl this year. And then the external confidence is in. They think they're building a dynasty like they think this is the one of four that are coming. You hear them talk. They compared to New England because they were in the division. They saw what Tom did. They think that's a real possibility. And honestly, watching the product on the field, they're fucking dominant, man. You can't fight. stop them. No, you can't stop them. It, Allen's ridiculous. Diggs is ridiculous. They didn't even have Gabe Davis. And I'm telling you, the difference is that was different than the Chiefs is they have the defense. They have the defense for it. Now, they lost Dane. Uh, thankfully, he sounds like he's okay. Snapback fam. They'll get trade a back. They they've suffered a couple injuries on Monday night, but I'm telling you, that's the difference. The Chiefs' defense, it was like if they hold up any decently, they're winning it all. The defense might be the best unit for the Bills. So, so they're the it, best. It, so it took you to because let's go back to the to the NFL preview. It took you two weeks to flip the script from you saying it doesn't make like, just watching them in person on Monday night makes you believe in them because you were like. It doesn't make sense how the Chiefs are the I mean the Bills are the prohibited Super Bowl favorite. No, 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 I didn't say that. Yes, you I did. said I'm I said I'm fading. I said I, I they're not gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> because like you just said, it just never fucking works out. The one thing that I'm telling you is a very real thing. And we said it before the Ravens. Maybe you can give me the energy check in Philly. And it's too early in the season. But going into the playoffs, I'm genuinely convinced that one team knows they're winning the Super Bowl. Everyone thinks it. Everyone thinks they can. But, like, you just fucking know when it's happening. And I think that was very real in Philadelphia in 2018. Every year you think, like, it could happen. I want it to happen. But sometimes it's just, like, that that feeling of, like, oh, every because you know everything needs to happen. Everything needs to go your way. It has to be your year. 
we'll see when January rolls around whose year it is. But Buffalo fans, they think they think it's coming home. And they look like obviously the best team in football. So do the Philadelphia Eagle fans. Simple but as that. they eh, whatever. All right. NFL week number four. Yeah, the the last thing on the Eagles is I'm not selling them. Um, they're obviously what I was going to say before you just kept spewing about fighting about offensive lines from 2018 versus 2012 mm-hmm. and 2022 was that the team you have, you will run through teams. That's the best part about the whole thing. And I said it when we were doing the podcast during Lamar's MVP season. Enjoy the fuck out of it because that's what we did the, the, the Super Bowl year during the regular season. It was just like 30 to 14, 41 to 10. And we were just running through people. And it was just like people. It was fun. There's nothing Every, better. It was fun every – And the test, the test, you win the test too. Like I still remember the one test we had that whole year during the season was San Francisco. We fell behind early, came back in the rain, Tucker, game-winning field goal. I remember it for ours. It was a short week going to the 4 or 5-0 and o Carolina Panthers, and it was just like a hard-fought game. And it was like you can tell like this football team knows what it takes. And yeah. to be honest, I know it was week two. That was week five. It felt like that on on Monday night. It did. Now maybe a lot of that is the fact yeah. that it was the home opener and the crowd yeah. was so much in it. And like, sure, you won a game at home that you were favored in. Like the Eagles that in that 2017 test went on the road on a short week and won a game that they weren't necessarily favored in. But yeah, there is that. Yeah, the test. test is fun, but way more fun when you just fucking murder people and your guys look good doing it, and it's a lot of fun. So. Yeah, I won't be selling the Eagles till they pull out the blueprint how to stop Hurts in the playoffs, which will happen because he can't win in the playoffs. Why? He just can't. He just can't. He's never won in the playoffs. He's only lost in the playoffs. So I've got that. So enjoy that because I I sat with it for like two years. Um, so you you'll only have to do like. Six, By the way, don't we, lose we, that first game. Don't. But, yeah. Well, no. If we if we get a buy, that counts. No, we had a buy too, buddy. We had a buy too. Yeah, Lamar started one of them. Or mm, one mm, of them, mm. I should say. Mm, mm, mm. Yo, don't lose that game. <laughs> Just don't do that. Then it's not worth it. I'm telling you. All right. So there we're through two weeks. There are one, two, three, four, five, oh, and two teams, and there are one, two, three, four, five, six, two, and oh teams. We're gonna do a little buying and selling. Abe, which O and two team are you buying? We've got the Panthers, Falcones. Bangles, tits, and raiders. Ah, oh, man, it, it hurt. It, it's it's really hard for me not to take the Panthers to the checkout line and buy the shit out. Of <laughs> you that. you sold that. You sold Baker stock. That's all right. Uh yeah, he lost the Browns and the Giants. Um, it, it, it's got to be the Raiders, right? We talked about it on Sunday, where it was like the Bengals were so blacked out last year that this year they're just in bed drinking nipple cap Gatorades until one in the afternoon and then getting like a fat greasy meal. And uh, listen, you can buy the Bengals all you want because Joe Burrow's off Instagram and Twitter. I'm not, I didn't, I I thought they, I didn't even think they were good last year. I still don't think they were good last year. I think you got to buy the Raiders, right? I think the first week, who do they play the first week? Chargers. They play the Chargers. Um, That's a tough game, right? Opening week. I think they were on the road. Maybe not. Then they come home and, and you lose a tough one to Arizona in like what was a crazy game. I'm still a firm believer in the offense and the new weapons that they have. I think with Waller, Renfro, and uh, Devontae, like, even though they might not be producing like it, I still think that's the best weapon group in the NFL probably or up there at least. And then on the defense, I think the defense gets it together. They bring in Chandler Jones this year. Now it's the Raiders and they kind of have that like, they're the Raiders, right? Um, but it's it's less about the Raiders, and it's more about I think the Titans suck. I think the Bengals aren't good, and I know the Panthers and Falcons suck. So, if you're Falcons making- are fun though, they're they're fun. Are, are they ever not? And they covered the first fucking two games that I didn't bet them. Well, I you would well, you would have bet. Them. I would have taken money line, and they <laughs> lost by two points in both games. So, like any good investor. You got to know what you're investing in. We didn't really set the ground rules for it. We didn't say what type of investment. So that's unfair to you. So since you took the Raiders, I'm going to invest in the Titans. That's who I would be buying. Like you said, Panthers, Falcons, no good. It's really those three teams. 
haven't been on Cincy. Uh, the Raiders and why I go with the Titans, I trust Vrabel a lot more than I trust trust Josh McDaniels. He's just a loser. Uh, great offensive mind, but a loser. We've seen that before. Vrabel's a winner. Like Titans haven't been good for, for like three years, and they were the number one seed last season. And really, it's the type of investment. If you're investing in the Raiders, you're making a bet not only on the Raiders, but against Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes, and Justin Herbert. Easy as fuck betting against Russell Wilson. <laughs> but the other two, not so much. As opposed to the Titans, you are investing in a team in the worst division maybe in football history. Houston, Jacksonville, and the Colts. Holy shit, was I right on Matt Ryan. We will continue to ride that, although I'll be on the Colts plus six and a half this week. Right. Just... I mean, it's a win-win. It's either Barry Ryan or or win some money. So and, and bring up Ellinger. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Sammy Heisman. So I see your investment on the Titans, and the reason why I'm not investing on the Titans on this particular night is because I actually invested on them on Monday night live plus thirteen and a half. So that didn't work. So I burned that investment money. So I won't be doing that. Um, can I give you my fun and, and Monday night way, investment? By, by the way, uh, the Jags are winning that division. It, it's not even close. I said that. People call me crazy. I don't remember that. I'm saying it now. Um, anyways, on Monday night, I cashed out of Titans plus 10 for $0.92 cents of the $100 initial stake. And then I cashed out $15 of $100 on Ryan Tannehill to score as Malik Willis was entering the game. I don't know why. That was like winning every bet that night. All right, there's six 2-0 teams. Dolphins, Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Giants, Bucks. Which 2-0 team are you selling? Hey, man, I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, the stock exchanges in New York, there might be some bad juju if you say the wrong team. But who are you selling? I'm selling the fucking Giants. <laughs> the Dolphins... I would love to sell. If the Giants were 2-0, I would be selling pitch picket fences on my yard. I'd be foreclosing on my home, selling the Miami Dolphins. Um, the Bills, obviously not. The Chiefs, obviously not. The Eagles, obviously not. The Bucks are interesting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Bucks are interesting. It feels like that mojo. Now, it's September. And I think Tom, his face gets better probably when the cold weather gets, and that's when he plays better football. The injuries are coming for that team. It started in training camp with the offensive line. Now you have Mike Evans going down or being suspended for fucking up Marshawn Lattimore. Um, so the Bucks, the Bucks would be this, the the other sell. But Jack, call me crazy. I'm gonna sell the team that has Daniel Jones as their quarterback. <laughs> kind of crazy, given <laughs> that they have Brian Dable at the helm. But I, I'm understanding of that, and I actually would say it's in part due to the. Eagles being in the division. I think the Giants, if the put the Giants in the AFC uh, South, the, Jag, the Jaguars still win that division. That would be an incredible game, those two. I hope those two play. Uh, which 2 0 that, team? That's a, that's a London game if I've ever seen one. Which 2 0 team am I selling? I'm going to sell the Finns just because it feels like a little bit of a hype train. That is fair. Totally fair. Waddle and Hill? I don't think it's fair. Uh, because I think the reason... Listen, I get it. I get it. And Eagleson's not here or whatever. I, like, it feels like the, the dick riding of the Dolphins is solely because they won that game against the Ravens. Yeah. They were down... <laughs> Your audio's gone. <laughs> we can't hear you. But it's honestly hilarious. Watch about the Dolphins. <laughs> I can't hear you. I got you. We can hear you. Shit. <laughs> uh, give me one sec. This is why we can't Still talk about the Dolphins. This is why. Fam, all, right, this is... all right, go ahead. Talking shit. No. Okay, you are. I'll listen back. No, uh, no, I was saying this is why we can't talk Dolphins on the podcast. Bad things have. Right, exactly. And it's like, listen, it's an impressive win, this, that, two it through for six touchdowns. Guys were wide open. And guys might remain being wide open with those two weapons all year. But I'm sick of the fucking 
Mike McDaniels is an offensive genius. This, that. I'm sorry. It doesn't take a genius to send one of the fastest guys ever on a go route and the other second fastest guy ever across the middle underneath. It really isn't that hard. And and like the two of talk, two of this, two of that, two of that. Amazing weapons can look a bad, make a bad quarterback look serviceable. And, and listen, that can work, but that is the epitome of a cutie. The epitome of a cutie. Okay, so I think that's why I'm selling them, right? Look at the situation. Not even, we'll talk about the other stuff, but they're not going to win the division. They don't have the guy at quarterback. It's a franchise that hasn't won a playoff game in two decades. So they're going to have to go on the road to a situation that's probably not fantastic. And for that reason, I'm selling the Dolphins. But I think you you asked, like, why the hype on, on them? Is it because they won the game? It's not because they won the game necessarily. It, that is exactly why. But it's more so everything that was talked about in Miami – is coming to fruition. It's the same reason you have to acknowledge that the Jalen Hurts hype is so high because it was a conversation preseason. If he makes the jump, this is what the Eagles are. And he looks like after two weeks, he made the jump. Therefore, the hype is, holy shit, the Eagles are amazing. The conversation preseason was, they've got the weapons, they've got the new offensive coach, they haven't been good in forever. And if Tua makes the jump, okay, well, he did throw for six touchdowns and is leading the league in in passing yards now oh, yeah. if, a, hell, a hell of a list at the top of the passing yards. <laughs> hey don't disrespect joe flacco but the reason i sell them once again is because it's week two and novice football fans love to overreact and if marcus williams had caught his third interception of the day off tua the ravens win the game by three touchdowns tua throws three touchdowns and three interceptions and gets absolutely splashed and everyone's like, oh, okay, it's the same old Tua. He drops one pass, and all of a sudden, he's God's gift, um, which he probably hopes he is. So I, I am selling Dolphins in addition to the fact they face the Bills. I think they'll be humbled a little bit and just understand they're the number two in that division. A player like – I'm sorry. A player like Tua Tagovailoa is not going on the road and winning multiple I was just going to say – That's not I, happening. I almost wish Eagleson – you just took the words right out of my mouth. I almost wish Eagleson was here so I can bring him onto the camera right now, look him in the eye. Because to be honest, Jack, I will give Eagleson some bit of credit. He's a fairly rational bad fan. Don't get me wrong. That, like That's the, the definition of a bad fan. Yeah. He's a fairly can think – rationally about his team like when he said that the dolphins offense might be worse than the ravens wrong um but like if eagleson was here i could look him in the eye and say andrew my brother you've never seen a playoff win in your entire life look me in the eye and tell me that you believe after not seeing one one for 20 years that no, you will no. See, no, no 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 that you will see two consecutive as the visiting team. So, so here's the thing. Abe, he threw for six touchdowns and 469 yards. I know that That's we know what it was, but you could easily sit there and do it. It's the same thing you're doing with Hertz right now. It's like, how could he not? It's a, not Abe, he put on a more impressive performance. Like he did. Right, 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 right. But well, but you know, for a lot of you're reasons. you're saying if you ask him, that's not what he needs. He needs someone who's seen it. There's a certain type of player who can go on the road and win a playoff game, and it is not Tua. That's not the type. Of, so so tell if me Josh what, Allen got hurt, me, if Josh me, to paint me that type of player, and then how can the fuck can you say that when Joe Flacco did it? Like, what about Joe Flacco? No, that's that's exactly what it is. Joe Flacco was the type of schmuck who, in cold weather, who, in conditions that were terrible, who would throw eight interceptions and for 46 yards, but figure out the fucking way to win. And maybe it's the Dolphins as a whole. Maybe it's the way they're built with the speed and, the, and all the special players. That's not what wins road playoff games. Defense. It's just not. The trenches. But – Exactly. If Josh Allen got hurt and the Dolphins were at home, I think they could win a playoff game. I, I do think they are a good football team. Yeah, the question I think the mark, Dolphins can beat the EJ Manuel Buffalo Bills at home. Yeah. 
Exactly. We got three, four rather, four games this week where road favorites are laying a touchdown. Oh, did we skip Thursday Night Football? Fully skipped Thursday Night Football. We did. That's what I mean. I mean, I'm going to skip it as well tomorrow night. <laughs> we'll get to that and uh, a people's pick on. But four road teams this, this week are laying a touchdown. Kansas City in Indy, Buffalo in Miami, Philly in Washington, and Cincy at the Fighting Joe Flacco's. Which one of those home teams has the best chance at winning? It's got to be the Indianapolis Colts, in my opinion. I, I don't really have any reasoning behind that other than the fact that the Bills aren't losing to the Dolphins. You say either of those, you, you know I'm excited equally, so I don't even know what the face is for. The, the, Eagle, the Eagles I, I are not losing to the Commanders. I, I just don't see it with – like there's – there it's also it's sometimes not good to ride the high but it sometimes is and like you said this feels like the type of year granted it's been two weeks where and the thing about Jalen Hurts is I'm not even saying that like like he's this that like the thing about Jalen Hurts is the jump that he's making isn't necessarily just like attributed to the weapons and this that he's doing type of the same shit he is in like in every criticism that you had last year about him he has totally flipped the narrative on that in the first two weeks by his play, escaping the, the, the pocket too early, keeping his eyes downfield. It's the little stuff that makes you think that Jalen Hurts' jump is actually legit and we're not just catching lightning in a bottle in these first two weeks. The Eagles are playing fucking Carson Wentz for the first time since he left. It's going to be a 50-50 split, if not mostly an Eagles home game in Washington. The Eagles are going to win that game. I would love to take the Jets against the Bengals. We'll Why not? Why they, not? They suck. They suck. They stink. Joe Flacco. How good is Joe Flacco? He's third in the NFL in passing yards. That is an indictment on the Cleveland Browns because he didn't throw for that many yards against the Ravens. It's the last week I'll do it, and then I'm riding you guys through. But I'm rolling with Washington. <laughs> It's the last week I'm doing it until like Green Bay or whatever. Because I agree. Like the schedule may be in Arizona, but I hate the Cardinals too. This is a real prove it week. Two weeks is not a big enough sample size. You guys appear to be real as fuck. Eight quarters, you have dominated football games. Seven, really, fourth quarter lines. But you had killed them off already. The NFL has a nice way of humbling teams. There's there's easier ways to get humbled. For example, the Dolphins ride this high and then could just get fucking smoked out by the Bills. You could you guys could come down to earth. And given that it's the last opportunity to ride against you and it's Wentz's revenge game, this is an opportunity that I just can't go without. So I'm rolling with the commandos. And then obviously the Jets are will beat Cincinnati. Just saying hi to Allie in the background. I see her. I see her. Do you like that pick or no? Do I like the commanders over the Eagles? Yeah. Why don't we move topics? Do you think they're like, are you now at this place where you guys can't lose the game? I, I will give you this. I will give you this. Before the Vikings game, forget about what happened during the Vikings game. Well, no, don't forget. Before the Vikings game, I said, I looked at the spread. I said four and a half. I was like, this is just a fucking trap. Like it feels like weird shit happens when we play them on the road. Um, and then the Vikings game happened, the spread jumps and I'm just like, nah, I think we're legit as fuck. Yeah. I think, which is fair. That, that's what the spreads. But I actually is. wrote that. I wrote that in my group before the Vikings game started. I said, whatever happens tonight next week feels like a trap. I, I don't feel that way anymore. Okay. I, I, I understand. Um, it's a big week in Philly, though, for anyone that you guys hate. Ben Simmons goes on J.J. Reddick's podcast. Oh, Thursday Night Football. Sorry. <laughs> I I know that no one's watching. I know that no one cares. Miles Garrett isn't playing. T.J. Watt's not playing. Deshaun Watson is not playing. Kenny Pickett is not playing. Pretty much anyone. Davion Clowney is, is not playing. To Davion Clowney is not playing. And it's the fucking Browns and Steelers on a short week. If Benny Snell f- is playing. If you're not in the first half under... It's not a lock nor a guarantee, but it's like, don't bet the over. And at 942 on Thursday night, the game's 3-6. And you're like, 
what the fuck was I doing? Just ride the under. It's not Is 19 underdog, and a half. Um, okay. I, I don't have direct communication with them on a daily basis, um, but they seem to be giving out PPP loans. On, on this Why is that? Because the first line is over a half of Mitchell Trubisky interception. He's not a picks guy. Click it. Okay. Click it. <sighs> he did throw one last week. <laughs> but he but but he didn't the week before. He just doesn't throw down field. That's the problem. Like imagine look at this rivals. Jacoby Brissett versus Mitchell Trubisky. I normally get on you because there was a point this summer where I was dying for football and I would have been like, Abe, it's football in prime time. Like, you got to watch this game. Mm -mm. I mean, I'll watch. It's I have to partially. But like this is the type mm -mm. of shit that really, really makes you miss Thursday NBA TNT. Yeah. Like if this game happened in four weeks, I'm not. I'm probably not. What I still am. I'm fucking addicted to this dumbass. I'm watching. Sport. I know you're not a fan, but I am genuinely watching the Knicks versus the Nuggets in the seven. Wait, I'm not a fan. Why? I'm not a fan. Is that what I said? Yeah, you said, you said I know, I know you're I know, not I know, a fan. I know. I know you are a fan. I would watch the Nuggets at the Knicks at seven o'clock on TNT before I turn this game on. But I, I'm, I'm feeling hot right I'm now. So players, I'm, so. I'm feeling hot right now with these people pick them. So just let me roll with these first two picks. Okay. I've got Mitch to throw a pick. Scroll down. Find me David Njoku. Take his over 26 and a half receiving yards. About two. You weeks ago, love Njoku. No, 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 no. I used to. About two weeks ago, I saw some stat on Twitter about how Jacoby Brissett loves tight ends. And I don't know if the data has proven thus far, but I know that I haven't bet that yet. So now this is, or played that yet. So now this is my opportunity. Yeah. So it was a play in week one by a lot of the numbers. And then he only had one target last week, though. Five targets, three catches, 32 getting yards. His feet so. under him. Getting his feet yeah, under him. Yeah. I, I like that pick. I want to roll with some unders. I'm not going to roll with Coop under. He looked good last week. It's tough to run with like a chub under. Um, I mean, <laughs> what is this rushing yards? 12 Keep and a half. Looking. Let, let me get a, oh. let me get a, let me get a, where's the game tomorrow? Let me get a weather read. The game is in Cleveland. They're five point favorites. Um, I think a, we, we don't do this enough. We don't look at wind. We don't look at rain. Let me, let me check dude. this out. You keep perusing. I, I'm just going to go with Jacoby reset under fantasy points. I love, and I've said this before, if it's a fantasy, if you don't think the guy's going to score touchdowns, take the under on fantasy points. If you do think he's going to score touchdowns, take the over. So do I think Jacoby Brissett throws two touchdowns tomorrow? No, because he's Jacoby fucking Brissett. Okay, well, there's um, going to be like no rain and no wind. So, hmm. Oh, wow. And then, wind gusts of 38 miles an hour. That's a good sign. I don't know what we can do with that, but sounds like it's going to be tough to throw. So do we roll with rushing or do we roll with, with unders on receiving? Yeah. I think mm. does Chubb score. God, these they're so bad. Uh, cream. You hunt. know what, Jack in a good, this is my, this is my advice. And this is obviously your pick. So you can roll with it, but in a game where both teams think, I don't think it's a good idea to fade the good players on their team, even because they come minimally. Right. That's why I don't like fading a a uh, uh, Nick Chubb. All right. So Trubisky, Trubisky seems to like Fryer Muth here, and Pickens hasn't really been doing much. What is the Muth? Four receptions, a little too much for me. So I'm going to go with Fryer Muth minus one and a half against uh george pickens here I'm on with that. look at the targets the, are there the targets yeah the, the hype on pickens i understood he's the man all that but like he was the third wide receiver in an offense with fucking mitchell trubisky so yeah, i took his all i took his over week one <laughs> so he here we go a, he didn't have a catch people's pick on mitch trubisky higher half an interception david njoku higher 26.5 receiving yards jacoby brisket under 15 fantasy points and pat Friar Moon minus, minus one and a half. Uh, we'll get that tweeted out after the show. Uh, that is our people's pick on. You're welcome, people. I finally got to Thursday Night Football. Now to Mr. Benjamin Simmons. 
I know you haven't listened to the whole thing. There's only been one clip. It was a little PR-ish. I'm surprised even like acknowledged it. And it's it's not a traditional podcast. Like if you wanted to do the straight up PR thing, I'm back. I'm Ben Simmons. He would have gone to like Bleacher Report or ESPN. He did Reddick stuff and he had to have known he was going to get some questions. The first social cut that came out, obviously he didn't really say much. But I think we might get something if something was said. We are no. going to get absolutely nothing from this podcast. And I, the JJ Reddick podcast, Old Men in the Three, is awesome. Like their interviews with everyone, yeah. they're, they're, they're great at what they do. Um, but it, it's Ben Simmons, Jack. We, he's a coward. He is a but coward. But why did he do it in Jack, the first place? Why did he do it in the first place? Because Clutch put him there and Clutch fed JJ and his buddy the questions. That's what happens. And he has the fucking nerve to get up there and smile about, oh, I have real estate in Philadelphia. First of all, that was a dig. That was a dig. He tried saying- That was weird, too. I don't care about he your said, fucking apartment. What the fuck are you? A real estate agent? I have real estate in Philly, so I feel like I'm a part of the city. What? <laughs> what? I have a top shot. I don't know the first thing about the metaverse. Um, but FYI, Vladdy just hit a three run shot. Phils are down three, nothing. Fuck. Um, but we're going to get nothing from this interview. And, and you know what, Jack, there were, there were two quotes that came out today, right? There was Ben Simmons and this whole whatever. And then there's Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz is facing the Eagles. For oh, the what first. he said, he said, reflecting on his time in Philadelphia, he has mixed emotions going into this game on Sunday and that he acknowledges that like, yeah. He cherished his time in Philly and he acknowledges that he could have been a better teammate and a better person while he was there. Self-awareness. Now I'm not giving Carson respect at all. I'm just using that to furthermore put Ben Simmons down the totem pole. There will be, I would be utterly color me shocked if we get like a, whoa, he said that from Ben Simmons clutch is just because Jack keep in mind, He's got this whole, I guess it was already settled, but he did this whole mental health thing and everything. I'm not saying he didn't have mental health because I wouldn't do that, but he's got to keep that reputation. So if he says something in the eyes of the media, Stephen A. Smith and all these other people are, are going to get on his ass. These quotes that will be coming from this podcast, they're going to be on these shows. People still care about Ben Simmons like in the NBA. like He's a, a figure that people talk about, especially how the situation played out. Nothing is going to come of this podcast. They're going to talk about his involvement in phase. They're going to be talk about uh, how coach Brown with his relationship with his dad helped him join the league. They're going to talk about what it's like being the presence of Katie and Kyrie. What happened at the end of last year with the nets, the whole thing in Brooklyn, JJ used to live in Brooklyn and commute to Philadelphia. They'll talk about their best restaurants. We're not going to get shit. The, the Will you listen to the podcast or just the second I wake up. Oh, it's out. So oh. not tonight. No, I will not listen tonight. I will not listen oh. tonight. I'll do it tomorrow morning. Um, but no, I saw this. Knowing in my head I would get jack shit from this and be so disappointed. I saw this that it was coming out on Thursday and got the biggest freaking you-know-what in the entire world. I was juiced up waiting for this. I saw the clip. I couldn't click it fast enough. And in my head, I know why. Like I know nothing is going to come of this. I didn't think it would be, but after the first clip, I, I hear you. I... I'm excited to see how the media reacts to it. And really what I'm excited for is it's his first media. It's his right? first time like, speaking. It's his first time speaking out. He's not speaking out, like you said. But does it mean he's back? Like, why do it now? Back to, to me, what? 17, 8, and 6? No, 5. Wait, that would be very good. That's what he does. 15, 8, and 7, whatever. Wait, that would be fantastic. What do you mean? Back to, they would be amazing if he produced like that and Shut played up. deep. Wait, what? That's not what we're doing. I, Finish your thought. My thought is, is he now cleared for 5-on-5 five five basketball? Like, if there was a basketball game tomorrow, could he play? Is this what? Fuck no. Fuck no, baby. All right, so why do the podcast? And just That's what I'm missing. Did he break up with his girl? He's got free time. Like, there's questions that need to be answered that only Ben Simmons has the answer to. And I'm excited for the podcast. Good for Reddick. I love that that's kind of the new age media. They get the interview. Um, but I also wish they would push him on it. And I, it's an interesting one. Like if you think Clutch has, its, has the pause on this one, why go to Reddick? I don't know. Uh, Cock of the Week award. That Ben feels 
comfortable with JJ because they were teammates, maybe. made friends, this and that. I would like to go back and see if there's any quotes from JJ in regards to the whole Ben situation. Maybe that gets played out. But that aside, like I listened to the Jalen Brunson interview with uh, on JJ. That, that podcast is awesome. That podcast is great. Congrats, by the way, to Jalen Brunson on his first ring since joining the Knicks. Many more to come. Uh, he celebrated an engagement. But let's talk about our Cuck of the Week award. Uh, some previous winners, Ernestine Bayless. Who else has won the Cuck of the Week award? I probably have a few to my. Yeah, you definitely. In you the definitely trophy, have a in the trophy cabinet. Uh, but this this week it goes to a, a couple of New Yorkers, fellow New Yorkers. They caught Aaron Judge's 60th home run ball. Aaron Judge is currently chasing the all-time AL home run record at 62. He tied Ruth with 60. I believe his name is Maris. What's 61? Robert Roger Maris. Roger Maris. Roger. Roger Maris, 61. So I don't <laughs> I don't think he's hit it yet tonight. Uh, um, but the guy who caught number 60 is an incredible fan. Just an absolute nice guy. Normally, when you catch the ball, the team makes you an offer. It could be a signed jersey. It could be a photo op. It could be a signed bat. It could be season tickets. It could be a multitude of things, depending on the value of the ball. This fan volunteered the ball to the Yankees because he thought Aaron Judge deserved to have it. It was a great moment in his career. Thankfully, the Yankees, oh, my God, the $14 billion. Back the the brinks up, baby. They were like, you know what? This is such a good gesture. We're still going to get you a picture with Aaron Judge and a signed bat. And just what an incredible story. Except that our cuck of the week goes to that guy because that ball, you fucked hard, (laughs) is valued – at $100,000. I was going to say, Jack, you catch that ball. The Yankees come and say, hey, Judge would love that ball. What's the number where the conversation begins for you? I said 100 k Well, if I know I could fetch 100 k I'd probably, like, if they were like, here's cash on site, 75 like, no problem. I'd probably go home regardless and hire, like, a negotiator for it. <sighs> no, because you do the. I do think the ball loses a little bit of its lesser on sixty-one. Like that becomes the new ball, and then sixty-two, obviously. So ball sixty-one is valued at two hundred fifty k, and ball sixty-two, which by the way we did some research. I didn't do it, but my friends at Just Baseball, incredible baseball content. If you're into that thing, they did some research. Aaron Judge has two stretches of 15 games in his career where he hasn't hit a home run, none since 2018, and only uh, one, two stretches in his career where he's hit only one home run since 2019. So it's virtually locked that he hit 61, and it's pretty good odds that he's going to break it with 62. The Yankees have a four-game set against the Red Sox starting tomorrow. That seems to be Abe. Do you want to go uh, dump? They they're saying sixty two could be worth anywhere from five hundred to two point five million dollars. Well, your your good old buddy Darren Rovell. Did you see what he would ask for? Yeah, I and I it got me thinking. Actually, I have two things that because if I catch number sixty two, and I know it's half a million to two point five million, there's not a fucking thing the Yankees could offer me except two things. One. Aaron Judge signs a contract that says he's going to remain with the Yankees. Instantaneously, New York hero. Just a New York legend, free beers everywhere you go. That one's kind of cuck of the week. Number two, though, which is more interesting, I want 0.05% of his new contract. Someone at work said they want 0.05% of the Yankees. (laughs) See, I'm not that greedy. I'm just going for his new contract. So it's a little bit of a playing game, right? Like, if he signs, well, who, who pays for, that? The Red Sox or the Mets? Right, that's the best. Could part you of the imagine this fucking cuck gives up the ball out of the goodness right. of his heart, and then he watches said player walk to the rival of his team? But good old Darren Rovell said, if he caught Judge's sixty-first or sixty-second, so that applies to both these same criteria, he would ask for one Judge's bat used for the home run inscribed by Judge. Just say autographed, you fucking hardo. One of the jerseys worn by Judge, inscribed by Judge. A hard ticket to the game, inscribed by Judge. Pictures with Judge. And a Rosa Parks PSA 9. <laughs> yeah, I don't... 
No, I just wouldn't trade the ball. Cash me out. Yeah, cash me outside. How about that? Do you? I'm not familiar with necessarily the IRS. If I trade this ball for stone hard cash on site, I'll have to pay taxes on that shit. <laughs> that is completely inaccurate, but you never have to pay taxes. There's just sometimes a penalty if you don't. Right. Like, why? Because I have the hands of a god. I have to pay taxes on this ball because I'm an athletic mm. freak in nature and I caught judges' historic home run. Here's a question What's worth more? The judges' potential record breaker or Poolhouse's 700th? We talked about that. Uh, my buddy said he thinks pool host. I, I, I think it's judge and it's not close. This is an AL record that has been broken in over 55 years. It's, it's in New York and it's a record breaker. 700 isn't a record breaker. Pool but, host is a legend, but, but exactly. Pool host is a legend and Aaron judge could go on to be a legend and that would make this ball easily worth more. But today no one knows what the rest of Aaron judge's career. Looks but what's like. 700? fat check no but like what is what is cool about 700 it's a just an arbitrary a number milestone it's, for that one of that's the only three people i think in mlb history have done and, and aaron an judges legend. would be a milestone that no one in american league history has ever done right but that's, what if aaron judge turns into be a nobody i don't think it matters roger who's tell me roger maris's war and his accolades. Like, it doesn't matter. I think it's Raptors, like 5.6. <laughs> so, uh, are you doing anything this weekend? Going home, spending the weekend with the family. Jewish mm. holiday coming up. Got my cousin's mm. birthday. I haven't spent a weekend in New York City yet. Mm. This will be my uh, first weekend I moved. Last weekend, I was uh, watching to rob the bank. And this weekend, I'm spending it with the fam. Because I was going to say, if he gets to 61, I think it might be worth the, the trip. Actually, here's here's a funny thing. My company has four extra tickets for tomorrow and was like raffling them off or something. Like imagine they give me a ticket, I get the ball, and then I leave them. I'm not right. leaving. Don't worry. I'm not quitting my job. I love my job. Um, <laughs> but that was just something funny. All right, fam. Well, no Eagleson tonight. He's partying with the Sig App, Sig Pies, Schmig Schmies. Not really sure, but sure he's having a great time. He said he'll still post this. His thoughts on uh, Tua, he's the guy. He's all in, and the Dolphins are going to beat the Bills, so we got that covered. Abe, final thoughts? Life like this sure is sweet with Jalen Hurts. Pay the man. Pay him now. Pay him now because Lamar is going to set his set the bar. Fair enough. All right, fam. Well, have a great weekend. Good luck on the people's pick and we'll talk to you on Monday. Snapback fam, much love. Peace.